Jesus. Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We are at Prairie Gardens here at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan, with our experts standing by, including Mary Ann Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Mary Ann. Good morning, John Weisgarten. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Hi, Tamara. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. Are you feeling on the outside? A little bit. Battling a cold, you mean? Yeah, well, no, I actually, I was going to refer to... Uh, How cold? It is. John and Marianne's wonderful evening last night. Ooh. Oh, I, I, I didn't get an invite. I don't think you got an invite. No. So uh-huh. they they traveled over to the Danville Festival of Trees last night. It was for amazing. The preview evening. Absolutely. Prairie Gardens has been a proud sponsor for over 20 years. For 22 the, really? years. 22 years Ooh. to be exact for the Danville Festival of Trees. That's neat. I didn't know that. And they, they, the community is amazing and they put so much energy into it. And I don't know, do they still have about 60 or 70 decorated trees? Yep. Oh, at least. About 80. Yeah. About 80, yeah. 85 decorated yeah. trees. Yeah. And we're talking wow. about seven and a half foot trees. Uh, so, and some larger ones and some smaller ones too, but they have so many things going on. And is it officially open this weekend today, to the today, public? Today through Wednesday. Today through Wednesday, the public. I encourage anybody yeah. who has an interest in holiday decorating or wants to get in the spirit or wants to support a wonderful cause to head on over. It's uh, absolutely amazing. And the other thing that blows me away is, John, you said in the 22 years they've raised how much? Four for million the dollars. Isn't that cool? Is you it? were talking how much? Four million dollars. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Say that yeah. again. Four million <laughs> yeah. dollars. That's amazing, isn't yeah. it? I, I just can't believe it. That's fabulous. What, that... what an amazing project for these people. It's incredible. Truly. In the community. And yeah, and yeah it what a gift to the front so community. Many. So we we yeah. uh, Prairie Gardens had a uh, a couple of touches on there. Uh, one indirectly uh, our. Our Christmas tree buyer, our artificial Christmas tree buyer, Cindy Froman and her mom, uh, donated and sponsored a tree and decorated a tree. And, and a wreath. And a wreath. Yes. Yeah. So I'm anxious to see some pictures of that. And then our very own John Weisgarver, <laughs> which he's done for 22 years, has decorated yeah. a tree and hauled it over there and put the finishing touches on it. It was beautiful, too. Wow. He, uh, he's pretty modest about it, but his oh, trees are kind of spectacular. It was, mm-hmm. no, not kind of. It was out just outlandishly spectacular. Oh, how fun. <laughs> I think it was just incredible. But, and that's yeah. cool. And then and then that tree gets uh, goes to, they have a, a a raffle house where they have all kinds of donated products. And yeah. people get to to bid on it and So I think their, their goal this year was supporting um, a 3D mammography uh, machine for the hospital. This, this is all through the OSF hospital. So, okay. so it's all programs through them that are supported. That's so, great. Worthwhile cause, yeah. Danville Festival of Trees yes. going on today through Danville s- Civic Center? Uh, yeah, Palmer yes. Arena. Palmer, Palmer Arena. Arena? Yeah. yeah. So today yeah. through Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Go check it out. And uh, Prairie Gardens has been proud to be part of it for 22 years. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. Get some terrific inspiration very cool. as well. Yeah. And if that wasn't inspiring enough, there were snow uh, flurries. So you're like really in the Christmas mood. I'll bet. Yeah, <laughs> with a with a biting wow. wind, <laughs> walking in from your car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, speaking of the Christmas spirit, uh, you're totally Christmas in here. We are, you know, even though we're sitting around some fall decor still. It's all on sale. We're uh, yeah, I love that. Largely Christmas. Right. Yeah, but you still need to get Thanksgiving stuff because it's a week and a half away. <clears throat> really? Yeah. 
It's a week from Thursday. (laughs) I know. That was my reaction. That seems quite possible to me. Quite really? possible. Oh, yeah. ready for it to yeah. come? No, well, I'm, it's I'm that, sorry. but it's just all the stuff that's going around here, which, you know, you're obviously working weeks and weeks ahead of schedule oh, uh, for, de- for December that. pieces and things like that. But, uh, yeah, and, and what drives it home is the fact that the poinsettias will be ready here in about uh, 10 or 12 days, and then yeah. you're going to have all the fresh greens and things that, are, that spruce tips are in and a few of the white pine Branches and boughs are in. Potted Christmas trees. Uh, some of the yep. potted Christmas Did you trees have a look are in. At them? I, I didn't see they, them after you cut them open. They're just gorgeous. You already have some. So, yeah, so you keep them outdoors until you want to. These have brush, roots take, on them. Take them they're inside, potted in pots great with soil, and use it for Christmas for a few a few days maybe, yeah. and then take it back outside where you're going to plant it. Hopefully, you have a hole already dug. Huh. So you can just plop it in and, and at least mulch it in for the winter. How tall would you say they are? Between the, three and four feet, aren't they? Y- yeah, and because yeah. they're in a pot. They're taller than that. Um, so the, the trees themselves are listed as three and four footers, and the pot's probably another 15 inches tall. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, so you have something So you're, you're having over a four-foot or over a five-foot yeah. tree, and we've got some... A few concolor firs. Uh, the Serbian spruce really caught my eye. Those are Those great. Are very and attractive. there's some nice white pines. And, They're all uh, really pretty. I was really tickled with them. So yeah. Nice. We got those. And, of course, we have the Alberta spruce um, that we've been selling hundreds of each of the last few years. And we're... Uh, we had, we had to try and order some more yesterday. <laughs> that even. is so interesting to find out what the most popular trees are for our area. So let's get back to that in just a second. But Ray in Pisodum is uh, calling in on the phone line. So let's go ahead and say good morning to him. Hey. Good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a question concerning um, there are some plants that my sister-in-law dug up. They're elephant ears and they're big tubers. And I'd like to keep them over the winter. I want to know how I can do that so I can plant them next spring. It's got, well, it's got one big one, hmm. one big elephant here. And it's, are, uh, Ray, are I they in the ground or in a pot? They're not in either one right now. They're in oh, a that's, cardboard box. He just dug them up three days ago good. and brought them to me. That's in, perfect. In, in a nice place, yeah. yeah. What yeah should I, how should I keep them so I can have them next spring? So, Ray, you'll, you'll just want to uh, continue to let them dry out uh, to okay. make sure that all the soil is, is uh, you can just kind of wipe that off. You don't have to really, really wash it. Uh, so okay. let it dry. You've got it in a cardboard box, which is good. Uh, you could put some newspapers under it, uh, something like that, just to let it continue to dry. So then uh, when you store it, uh, you can actually store it in a cardboard box or paper bag. Uh not Maybe. plastic. Right. Not plastic. Yeah. Okay. So it has some. So it has some air, and some right. people like to put some uh, some peat moss around it just to help absorb any moisture, and keep it okay. above uh, 40, 45 degrees. All so right. But, okay. But as then. cool as you can as cool up as to you, that point, right? Yeah. Would you yep. guys say? Yep. Or I don't think fifty-five, sixty. I, I think any cooler than 45 and you'd be asking for trouble but but you don't want to be 75 or no 70 no days. you don't want it room temperature no. by any means no so a, a cool okay. uh, maybe heated garage or or a basement that's nice and cool mm-hmm. okay then uh, also i have some cannibals that i pulled out of the ground uh should i put them in brown plastic or brown paper bags also i have to get the dirt off of them to keep them over winter so yeah I i'd store them the, the same 
Yep, yep I would same too. procedure. Absolutely. You're right uh, on and it. And you really probably have two of the spring tender bulbs that are, might be the easiest to overwinter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I think they the are. The least likely to dehydrate, yep. which, you know, again, if you keep them clean and dry like they're suggesting, um, I just don't see you having any problem. The challenge is going to be finding a, a space that can be in that 45 or 50 you degrees to 60 or 65 degrees. Yeah. You're yeah. talking about the cannonballs, right? Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Oh, both of them. Both, treat yeah. them both the same. Yeah, yeah. That, yep. that'd be you easier than a caladium or a, well, a glad yeah. would be pretty easy too, but <clears throat> e easier than a dahlia, easier yeah, than sure. a, a caladium bulb and some of the other yep. tender guys. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thanks for calling in, Ray. Appreciate yeah. it. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. 356-9397-356-WDWS. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Back to the phones where Jerry in Savoy is standing by. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. I um, have all my garden tilled except for the uh, Brussels sprouts and the asparagus. And I was wondering now with this cold weather, the asparagus is half green, half brown. Is it okay to cut it off, or is it still too early? I, I think you could if you wanted to. Uh, in a perfect world, I'd probably let it just completely turn brown, and any good res food reserves that are in that green foliage, let it get down into the root systems, and there you go. You could arguably, if you don't mind the appearance, you could keep the tops up the whole whole season if you wanted to but not essential by any means so i'd probably err on doing what i felt like doing yeah more than anything yeah. Yeah. so if you want to cut it down cut it down yeah it's I not mean, too early some people like tidy but yeah you know. I'm, I'm some right people there. yeah I'm right there <laughs> anybody sitting around the table <laughs> only a couple <laughs> i can raise my hand <laughs> so okay, yeah because i usually uh have let it go completely brown and then threw some newspaper in there and lit it and burn it so I'd have the ashes oh. there to work oh. in. But I never thought so of that. Unwieldy. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Here, I thought I had an easy way to cut it down in the spring. I just uh, put a steel blade on the weed eater and just go through and knock it off once it's nice and dry. But wow. uh, newspaper and a, and a flame sounds like it's pretty inviting to me. Hey, Ed, Ed I, kinda, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ed Kelly like. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's a good idea. You're way ahead of the game. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Got your garden tilled. I bet the Brussels sprouts are going to be fabulous now that we've had a nice cold. Now, oh, they're delicious. I oh, cook them yeah. bacon. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what time? What time are we coming over? <laughs> so, so question for you on the asparagus. Do you uh -huh. continue to mulch it? Uh, with any compost or any bark or anything like that uh, once it's oh, dormant? Oh, yeah, I always do. Mm -hmm. So what what, what yeah, do I you take, do then for success? I take what, compost out of the compost pile and put it on about six inches thick. and then That's awesome. Early, nice. early next uh, spring, I'll, I'll rake all of it off but a couple inches and, uh, and put it on the rest of the garden so it don't nice. have so much to come through. Yeah, that's, you, that's perfect. Hmm. Absolutely. That's great. Well, Jerry, thanks so much for calling in. Did you get all your questions answered? Sure did, but anybody that wants to plant asparagus, don't go with this new improved jersey. Get the jersey giant. All right. Really? Okay. Good tip. Which which jersey do you not like? You this said new one they came out with. The jersey giant is so much better. The bigger, they're tastier. They do oh. well here. So the they jersey don't get hard as quick. 
Ah, okay. gotcha. Sounds good. Jer- Jersey Improved is not the better one. Right. Jersey Giant. No. Jersey is. Giant is the better All right. one. Thanks for that tip, okay. Jerry. I've got Thank both, you. And I'm going to do away with the improved. That sounds like yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, seriously. Why don't you just leave it there and just harvest it and bring it into us since you don't like it as much? <laughs> we'll take, yeah, we'll taste test. Well, yeah. <laughs> Prove it to uh, us, yeah. would you? Uh, well, uh, I could probably do that. I have oh. more than what I can eat. I give it away to my neighbors and friends. Oh, that's oh really you're a nice. good man. Yeah, that's really nice. That is great. Well, we sure appreciate you calling in, Jerry. Bye. Have a Bye-bye. good morning. Bye-bye. That's great. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Ken in Champaign phones in. Good morning, Ken. Uh, good morning. I was wondering. I got some hostas that's been in the front, uh, the south or the south side of our house. Uh, they've been there since the uh, nineteen ninety or so. <laughs> and we we're going to do something with the front there. We're going to put a little deck right in there. And I was going to take them out, and my neighbors was wanting them, but he's been he hauling around, and he still <laughs> got them. Can they be transplanted now, or still, or dig them out? And how would you transplant? Well, I could any of the above. I, hosta, I've dug them out of the ground now. For you, John. Yep. And left them sitting on top of the ground all winter long. So I got to tell you, they're they all right. They are tough. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that anybody do that, but <laughs> you certainly, if you if you get them out of the ground now and and can get them back in, I think you're just fine. Mulch. I, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. And if you could possibly do that, if you're dry enough where you're at, or if it gets dry yeah. enough here in the next week or 10 days, do it because that's just one thing you don't have to do next spring yeah. and it could be so stinking wet next spring exactly. and you never get to it, never get to it and they emerge and then they get big and then you're going to, even though you could do it successfully, you'll, yeah. you'll, they'll look a little more ragged at that time. Yeah. So technically any time well, of the year uh, that you uh, can I get the ground. Down. Is that going to change anything? No. Oh no. No. As long as you can see where you're digging, <laughs> you got some oh, stubs okay. left or something so you know where you're going. Oh, no, I go. Uh, but you say I, you can take them out of the ground and store them in the garage or something. Well, or? you could certainly do that. Absolutely. There's no reason to want to do them, that unless you just they have can't to do get that. Real cold though. No, they can get cold. We're we're talking about hostas now. We're not talking about the other stuff that we were talking <laughs> about before. These these are tough cookies. Yeah, I think they got light blue flowers. Nice. They bloom like small little flowers on them late in the season basically i got some that bloom earlier <laughs> if they're the yep, same there's, thing. <laughs> yep there's they bloom at different times but they are tough perennials they're they're very rewarding all righty oh, okay I, thank I, you go for it very yeah. well. Absolutely. thanks hey, for calling uh, in ken asparagus, yeah. asparagus what should i do with asparagus we didn't really we got some we never really did anything with them just 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 cut them down and or just leave them, let, I mean, just let them be. <laughs> so I, I think you you could do either one of those things. If you wanted to leave them up uh, for the winter for texture and protection for uh, critters, you yeah. could. But okay. it's not too early to cut them down now if you just want the want it to have a cleaner look. Yeah, and, and like the earlier caller, if they, his were part brown, part green after last night, I, they won't they're, they're going to be all brown yeah. real fast. Yeah. Very quick. Yeah. Okay. I, I would, oh, okay. you know, sometimes you get that. 
when it doesn't get super cold, you actually get a nice fall color. Yeah. I didn't really have much fall color this year. They just kind of went from green to, to brown. Did they? Yeah. Just because it got so cold. They can be really pretty yellow gold some, some Oh, they years. can yeah. be. Some years. Yeah. I did not know that. That yeah. and the texture, it's it's really, it's almost yeah. like an asparagus fern. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love that airy texture. It's it, pretty. As it starts to cool off, yeah. too cool and gets yellow and, and things like that. But not, mine didn't this year. They just kind of went. And my wife uh, uh, made some with a Splenda. That tasted really good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of sugar, yeah. It was huh? good. That's great. Right. That'd be different. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in, Ken. 356-9397. Ken? <laughs> what? You cover up that good asparagus taste. With sugar. No, That's no, no, with Splenda. Isn't that sugar? It's a, it's a sugar substitute. Okay. Yes. It sweetens. Okay. She doesn't know about cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yes. limitation Sorry is, about that. What, what is that colored packet on the restaurant table? <laughs> <laughs> okay, make fun of me. I don't care. We're not making fun of you. We're just yeah, laughing with me. I know it's we, a documentary. We love you. <laughs> of, your, <laughs> of your cooking life. My inabilities as a domestic person. I'm right there with you. I thought they were talking about me. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Cook. Well, you, that's a four-letter word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Like, have a little self <laughs> self-help group around here. <laughs> It's all hold hands. So, so earlier we we're kind of we we're starting to discuss Christmas trees, and you usually have a plethora available and different varieties. What would you say is the most popular in this area? Well, we were talking about the potted ones earlier when you started to bring this up. The right. live ones, yeah. It, the True. live ones, if you will, have roots on them that are in containers. So the one that we sell the most of is the Alberta spruce, only because it's small and manageable. It's easy right. to put in a porch pot or easy yes. to group as it is on that pot. You could put it in the yard if you wanted to. And they're such an incredible value. We have some for nineteen ninety seven, some for twenty nine ninety seven. So there's just a whole lot of tree for the money. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we sell so many of those. And what Marianne was referring to that I hadn't seen it since I t- untied them were those taller concolor fir, white fir, um, and Serbian spruce. And those are going to be more of an addition to your landscape, whereas I'd say the Alberta spruce are probably treated as a disposable by most people. Yes. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be selling so many year after year so after year. Every, the small, tight evergreen that you you see in containers for Christmas okay. at the front door. It, but you know what? They're beautiful. Yes. And there's they're yeah. such a right price right now. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, and it gives <laughs> you that, that green through through yeah. the winter, you know, up, up through March. And exactly. Then you're ready to, to move on to, to spring. Move, move on to your, what do you put out at early? I can't well, even think right now. by then, your bulbs <laughs> should be blooming. Oh, those are the ones I have to get in the ground yet, right? Yes. Yeah. I would, I, I, I'm guessing anyway. But, you know, but back to the potted trees, we sell a lot of arborvitae, too, for the same thing. Yes. Where people put them in pots Absolutely. and containers and... Absolutely. Or maybe, again, if they're one of the larger ones, just leave them in the current pot and have it grouped up on the front porch, but just gives you that lush, fresh um, green, color and, and the yeah. great great aroma. But then when you're switching over to the cut trees that'll start to roll in next week and the week after, uh, Fraser fir and balsam fir are, are our two most popular hmm. trees by far for the cut yep. trees. And they smell good, too. It's it's worth it just to be here when the truck comes, so you can. They oh. open the doors and you smell all that evergreen. Oh, it's bet. just fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! 
That's great. It is. Fraser fir has the probably the longest needle retention, and the balsam are this great look. It almost has a a shelf look to it. Yes. So so that you have the the areas in between where you can have the dangling ornaments and yeah. So yeah. Displays which ornaments really well. Yeah. Okay. And which one is that one again? The that's the balsam. The balsam. The balsam. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm probably going to do a balsam for this year. So my intention, hopefully I'll follow through with it, would be as soon as they come in and if there's a <laughs> decent temperatures is to root through them and pick out the one I really, really want, mm-hmm. uh, get it home right away and make a fresh cut on the stump and put it in a bucket of water in my garage. So it's cool, but not frozen. And so it can ab- start to drink water and just leave it there for weeks until I'm ready to put it up inside the house. Hmm. And then I'll make a fresh cut again and put it in room temperature water and let it drink. And I'm, I may make a cut between the first cut when it's in the garage and the next one just so it can uh, not be calloused over so it can continue the to drink surface, more and more and yeah. more. To absorb the water. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the intention. And I, I get mixed feelings about spraying it with Wiltproof or any other anti-desiccant, anti-transparent. I, I think it helps the tree retain the moisture. And, you know, of course, doing that outside would be great before having it inside the house because it would get messy, sloppy. But I think it clogs it up a little bit and maybe takes away from the fragrance just a tad when you do yeah. that. So it's kind of yeah. a balancing act, what you want to do. If you've got wilt proof, I'd use it on the outdoor plants rather than the Christmas tree. Wilt proof? Yeah. Yeah. It's an anti-desiccant. It's a, a clear spray. It's like hairspray. Huh. <laughs> Keeps moisture in. I never thought of it that way. Well, there okay. you have it. <laughs> it keeps moisture in the needles because that's what happens to a lot of evergreens, or used to, or, and broadleaf evergreens in the wintertime here. You know, if you don't, and we keep saying this week after week, you water, water your, your, water water your evergreens, trees. water your new plantings so they have lots of moisture up in them because the heavy winds that come through. In the winter, January, February, really loaded with that. Uh, it's cold anyway, and then those cold winds, and it just just burns the plants. It, it, it sucks the moisture right out of the needles, and they burn. And then there's yep. no recovery from yeah. that. Yeah. So that wilt-proof helps. It does. That's great. Do you, and you have it? We do. Yes. You will have it? You do we have do it? We do have it. Cool. Actually, we carry that all year round. Really? Yeah. All right. You just never know. Even when you're transplanting, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I have a, a particular use for it. I have a couple of Camacyparis, which are a couple of small evergreens that I haven't gotten in the ground still. And and so I'm going to be planting them late. I'm hoping I get them I'm, in the ground. I'm shocked. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> so they're, they're prime candidates for me to spray with the wilt proof because, you know, again, you can't spray it when it's freezing outside. So I'll take them in the garage or someplace and put some newspaper down or plastic down and spray them on top of that. Um, and then that will help them dehydrate less and because they're going to have, a, even if I get them in the ground, they're going to be in a, a much more contained, smaller root system. They're not going to have a chance to really uh, branch out with the roots. And exactly. so I'll, not only will I have to keep them wild watered, but I think just putting them the wool proof on there is going to help me ensure their livability and how well it'll come into next spring and not be stressed. Yep. So, mm. yeah. Yep, I would do that for sure. Very good. And as we're talking about evergreens, you mentioned earlier you have some fresh cut evergreens already in. 
we just some just arrived. Uh, okay. One of my favorites are the spruce tips. It's actually a, a little suckers of trees after they've cut trees down, and then they they start to grow. Oh yeah. But uh, it's like a little miniature tree that that's cut off, and They're so you cool. can put it in your in your containers. A little really miniature, like thirty six to forty inches. Yeah, well, it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> They're but very they're cool. Very thin layered, gives you that neat structure yeah. that you just can't get otherwise. So if you want something upright in a container, using it with other evergreens, it's just an awesome addition. It is. Wow. And Absolutely. it's a it's a short, small, tight needle. Yeah. Sometimes there's little yeah. cones on them. Yeah. They're yeah. really it's really fun. Yeah. Pretty cool. And, and then another one of my favorites is the white pine tips. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, they're soft, which is really cool. It gets you that Good. another texture. I like the texture, yeah. yeah. And we got some um, red twig dogwood Absolutely. branches. That's I love it. Twigs. Brian's favorite. Loves twigs. Really? But, you know, really, and so much structure and color um, because it keeps that, well, the, the colder it gets, the redder they get. But huh. that red in with your evergreens and if you're using birch at all with a white birch or something, it's really a cool addition. Oh, it's really neat. Bet. It sounds beautiful. Yeah. Especially very, very Christmassy. And then next week we get more, right? Yeah. Yeah. More it's that more. time of year. That, that, well, yeah, if Thanksgiving is a week from Thursday. Oh, yeah, you said that. Come on. That's a tradition that I know a lot of people hold is that they start to do their Christmas tree when they get together on Thanksgiving. That's right. So that's great that you're going to have some fresh cut ones already in by then. Yes. Uh, let's see. And then Steve already covered um, the... Uh, how to how to uh, handle the Christmas tree once you get it and you're not quite ready to bring it in yet. Yeah, can you believe that? It's already time to think about that. I can't believe that. But then, like you said, a week, week and a half, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thinking about trees, if we were to move outdoors, is this about the time would you would want to start wrapping? some of your trees no, that's a good point uh, absolutely for sure so if you have any younger trees that have a smooth bark and you want to keep the sun scald primarily but also cribbit critters so whether it's rabbits or maybe deer but i wouldn't trust it for deer uh or just even mice from gnawing on the trunk yep. it's a perfect time to go ahead and wrap the trees if you haven't done so already okay and Get, getting the garden ready for winter and when the little critters running around don't have a lot of other food sources. I have I have a bunny trapped in my backyard, and you know all those lovely shrubs I planted. Oh. <laughs> Do they have well, little nibbles I, all over? No, they don't have nibbles all over oh, them. That's good. They have sheared off stems. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm I didn't so didn't even think about it. So I, I'm going to go out with chicken wire and, and cage in some of the things that I know that they're going to be really attracted to. So. So I he's guess, trapped, that yes. poor guy. He's, 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 so the yeah. predators are out of there. He's trapped in there with all that food. Yeah, I'm uh -huh. the only predator. Yeah, I just <laughs> And I'm not quick enough. <laughs> Mrs. McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me he'd be able to get out if he wanted to. Oh, maybe. I don't know. He was yeah. a little bitty bunny when he came in. They're so cute when they're young. Yeah. And now he's not not young and cute anymore. I'm impressed that you've been able to, uh, to the see him line. so many times. Oh, see him? Oh, yeah. are you kidding? I sit at my sunroom and watch him just, you know, travel all over the yard. Bounce around. Yeah. Fun. No. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Hey, no, you. That probably explains the why I had uh, chicken wire around my burning bushes when I moved into the our yeah, house. Probably. Yeah. They like to gnaw on those. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But, it's, you know, it's, that, it's the time of year to start 
thinking about doing that kind of thing, protecting your plants, whether it's with chicken wire or tree wrap, you know, that kind of thing. You just need to do it. Tree wrap, aside from critters, it's also good from the uh, freezing and thawing of uh, uh, how winter can be. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to prevent sunscald. So on a morning like today would be a prime example when it's cold, 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 down in the teens or colder, and it's sunny, yep. and you have that rapid expansion of this otherwise frozen bark layer, and that's what you want to avoid. So That's what it was. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So and then speaking of critters, uh, which I was fortunate enough on Wednesday when I was off to do a lot of leaf management. Oh, so you want to make sure that you don't have piles in, of That's leaves right. on your lawn, especially. You want to make sure and get those off so that you don't have uh, fungus and mold and kill out your grass. And voles. Uh, and voles around your tree, shrubs and trees. You know, you want to get all that cleaned out. Right. Because otherwise that's a great house for them to live in. And then they can just sit there and gnaw on your tree roots. <laughs> Did you notice? Okay. Clean up sounds good. It's you know it's been a, kind of a nice fall, kind of and, and but how many leaves are still on the trees? <sighs> yeah, it's it's amazing. It won't be in a couple of days. No, in a couple of days it yeah. won't be. Yeah. But I I think I live in the city, so I have to be cognizant of the uh, leaf pickup times. Oh, okay. Yes. And I'm in a neighborhood where there's only one more. One more tree with leaves one on more, it? No. One oh, my gosh, up. I wish. Oh, one more pickup. <laughs> one more oh, pickup. I see. <laughs> <laughs> nice thought, though. Wow. Yeah. Well, yes, I was I was really hoping that we would have taken some photos because we had so much beautiful call, fall color. Oh, my gosh. With the burning bushes and with our, um, oh, the something berry tree. Service berry? Service berry. Thank oh, you. Oh, very good. Very golden. But then, you know, all those winds came through. Yeah. And whoosh. They, they were gone. Just gone. Yep. Yes. Yep. So so I'm kind of glad because I'm kind of hoping that we can let them pile up a little more and then just take them all out with the lawnmower. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mulch them. That's a good way to do it. It's a nice theory. Thank you. Yeah, theory? Yeah. yeah. Well, Safety yeah. works, it's huh? too wet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. All right. We'll it has been really, really up. pretty, though, hasn't it? We've had some really, really good fall color. And I had somebody ask me about ginkgos the other day and how they didn't seem to be turning color. And I've noticed that. They weren't turning that really just bright yellow that they usually. And then all of a sudden they started turning just the last couple of days. So oh. I've noticed several that are just getting really yellow. So Maybe I, they I just love really, those trees. They wanted the very cold temperatures. Apparently. Yeah. Gee, thanks, Pinky. November, for bringing it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, that's all right. We're in the Midwest, right? Right. Um, it's not too late to get your bulbs in the ground. It is not. Or to buy them, for that matter, because we still have, still have fairly decent selection. Yeah, we do. Fall bulbs at 50% off. Oh, 50%, 50%. off. Yeah, yeah. Outdoor bulbs, 50% off. That's yeah. the that's spring nice. blue bulbs, yeah. And I love I love the ones that come um, packaged together, where where they they have like a variety of colors. You yeah, that to cool? pick one or the other. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was really neat this year that they had uh, packages like that that were either all, all one thing was different shades of of pink tulips maybe. Yes. Or but then right behind you there's a a purple iris and a white daffodil in the same bag. I think those are really pretty. 
Yes. It's gorgeous. But anyway, it's and just, a gorgeous it's, combination. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. that you don't have to think too much about it. That's what I like. <laughs> yes. This yeah. nice. Fifty percent off of bulbs. That's like great. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, what have you guys been able to get done? Anything at all in your yards this past week? She's looking at me. I call, well, you're just across the table yeah, from me. <laughs> I, I call it leaf management. I like that. That's a nice Management? Term. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Blower, rake, mower. Okay. I was wondering what your yeah. tool of choice was. And then uh, sometimes you can, I, because of all the trees we have, we put them uh, on tarps. And that way it's easier to move. Oh. You can move big piles all at one time. That's a great idea. Yeah. You can just pull it and drag it wherever you want it. Yeah. What? Hmm. Steve says, no. Nah. No, I'm just, I'm just, he's managing it and he's got a plan and he's making it happen. And I'm surprised he didn't use five gallon buckets. No, nah, can't he get didn't. enough in there. Oh. <laughs> and one, one thing is Where's great the right? with the leaves. Then we take them to our our chicken lot, and you put them in there, and they actually mulch it. Oh. So yeah. it's a great bedding for them. Who knew? Yeah. Trained chickens. Yeah. Trained chickens. Yeah. Yeah. How you don't need a shredder. Do you, you just got chickens to take oh, care of right. for you. It's kind of <laughs> cool, actually. And turkeys. I'll bet. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, do you still have a turkey? We have three. No. Yeah, three. Really? Yeah. But maybe you'll only have two in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, Just God. don't know. Just don't name them. They're too late, I think. Oh, yeah, I think too late. <laughs> uh, it's too oh, late. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fish in the pond. They all get named, you know. Yeah. You just you have yeah. them around. They're just, they just, you know. Yep. Yeah, those nice. cute little faces, yeah. those cute little beaks, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too cute. So then how about you, Marianne? Have you been able to get out in the yard at all this past week? Yeah, uh, leaf management. I'm going to use that word now. I like that Yeah, term. I like that. Yeah, True. that's very nice. But also, um, while I'm sitting watching the bunny rabbit chew my uh, plants down, I'm thinking, I, I need to prune that tree, and maybe I should prune that a little bit. So, you know, I'm... I'm at least getting ready, thinking about it, instead of just kind of wandering around and saying, maybe I should do that. But So I, I have a, a mission. I know what I'm going to prune. And then when are you going to prune? As soon as I pick up my clippers. Oh, okay. So, so it's time. Now is okay. Yeah, it's time. I, I don't think I'd, I, maybe I'd prune an oak tree now. I think it'd be okay. Well, yeah. once you see, once the one. leaves come off, then it's great. You can see the structure and you can see yeah, where, exactly you right. cut, yeah, where you want to cut. Yeah, that's the point. What you want to take out. The you know? Japanese maples become so dense inside the branching does that just thinning it out you really are able to see the shape of the tree so okay. I, I like to do that oh, fun. and then they all grow right back the next year so. sure <laughs> that's funny you say yeah. that because i was just looking at our we have a magnolia tree in the back and i was noticing that what do you call them suckers or the little shoots how it, how it just coming out of the ground growing. around it yeah yes yeah. boy they have there are so many all of a sudden and they're like you know, four feet, five feet tall. I'm like, when did that happen? <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> Asleep at the wheel, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just staying warm inside by yeah. the fireplace. Yeah. So it's okay to so it's okay to go ahead and trim that yeah. too. Okay, great. Those you could probably do any time of the year. All the right. suckers, yeah. Now my husband is uh trying to grow crepe myrtles from seed. Go ahead and laugh. That's all right. 
crepe myrtle crepe from seeds. Yes, which is from what I understand, it's it's very much a southern plant or tree. Uh-huh. Uh, it can be very pretty, uh-huh. but uh, we got to bring them indoors because they're only maybe a few inches tall right now. Uh-huh. What, and I'm thinking because of the dry air in our house during the winter time from from the uh, heating. Uh, they're going to really dry out, aren't they? Uh-huh. I mean, should I put them in like a terrarium kind of setting, or what would you recommend? Did you see that look on her face? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my husband is listening. <laughs> I, I think that's that's a really interesting challenge. Uh, yeah, oh, huh? And she, she just did an emotional pat of your hand. Yeah, on my head. <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting challenge. Well, so along those lines, uh-huh. he is, he does, he wants to try it. He's, well, they're already growing. I'm impressed so. that he's got seedlings germinated. And that's great. <laughs> yeah, no. Absolutely. Yeah. However, we're, Marianne's about to suggest a, a change in strategy moving forward. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, it needs to go dormant. I mean, they don't stay growing all winter. So do you have an unheated garage? Uh, or even a heated garage. Would we, you? we have a, a well-insulated garage. Yeah. I'd put them out there and keep them watered for the winter, but I wouldn't take them in your house. Maybe okay. keep it up against the Warm, wall of the, the house. Warmest the warmest part the, of the yeah, garage, yeah. Yeah, the joining wall of the house or something away from the doors as best you can, where it might be drafty or a little bit colder. And then if we were to get crazy cold weather, like where if, if your garage were to be 10 degrees or something oh, yeah. like that, you mm-hmm. might even have to bring it in during that yeah. time period. Depends upon the variety of of crepe myrtle. Yeah. Oh. Um, some would be a little bit tougher than others, but even the toughest ones really are kind of like a maybe 10 below, zero degrees, but yeah. that's even the toughest ones, and that's probably not going to be likely. Most of them are like a 10 above or 20 above. I'm testing that right now. <laughs> I got a Lagerstromia when I was in Alabama um, about a year ago. Beautiful, really deep purple leaves. and That would be a crepe myrtle. Really? Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, that, she just used that fancy name. And, yeah, that is Latin. Okay, you guys, just stop it. Hold know your it pinky all. in and the air when flower. you say that, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jiminy Christmas. Anyway, keep it in a, in a pot. Okay. And, and I actually kept it in um, an unheated garage that's actually up against the house. So, you know, it's got a, a warm wall. It, it went through the winter really well last year in a smaller container. Unfortunately, it's sitting outside right now. So I'm hoping that it's one of those that goes to like 10, 10 degrees rather than 20 degrees. So <laughs> it was really pretty. Gotcha. Anyway, I'll take it in. When when we put them in the garage, should I worry about them? I mean, you said water them. Do you think I should cover them like a terrarium to keep even more moisture? I wouldn't do that. It's no. going to want air circulation. Okay. Yeah, good I th- to know. Yeah, I'd, so I'd be making that transition soon. And I don't yeah. I don't know what the forecast is for the next couple nights coming up, but if we were to get more seasonal temperatures, mm-hmm. uh, I would probably be getting outside. Yeah, for and, sure. And let it just start to do its thing. Yeah, 
the dormancy thing. Don't just say, okay, it's 19 degrees tonight. I'm going to go from 70 degrees inside the house and throw it out there. Yeah, no, don't do that. (laughs) By the way, my husband is listening. He says, tell me I can't. I will succeed. I say go for it. I'm I'm on board. We're just trying to help him get there faster. (laughs) And I appreciate that. (laughs) Totally. Why not? And if he he wants to just try and keep him inside at 70 degrees, we'd Mm -hmm. be happy to hear his story. Okay. Coming up. And, and if, yeah, if you've got several seedlings, try it both ways. Okay. See which one works best or not. But we know which one will. Well, we do, but that's okay. He can, because it needs to go dormant you, for a while. You need to it, learn. It's yeah. not going to be a happy house plant. No. Okay. And yeah, because I was really thinking it would be like a tropical. Well, when you think about it, you see them growing in the southern states, you know, whether it's in... Northern Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Texas, Louisiana, North Carolina, whatever. Uh And it gets cold there. Yeah. Uh, It just doesn't get as cold as it does here. Here, yeah. And so you need to mimic that as best you can. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So we're just about out of time. So before we run out of time, let's go ahead and cover all of the sales again. Like the fall decor, 25% off. The fall decor is 25% off. The fall uh, floral components are 50% off, including the foliage bushes and the garlands and that one you were just saying, "Ah, it was beautiful. And the faux pumpkins and stuff like that are 50 off. Uh, Lots of Christmas stuff on sale. Uh, You could go to prairiegardens.com to see all the details. But again, just a really neat selection of new and cool items. Yeah, uh, for this year, just amazing stuff. There is an yeah, incredible it's, selection. It's I just pretty incredible. It just blows me away every year how it gets better. So come on out and check that out. But throughout the store, we've got a really uh, big sale on the dining uh, uh, stuff over in the furniture. So oh. uh, you get the dining table at fifty percent off when you buy four chairs to go with it. Uh, and we've been selling a lot of that stuff here this week. So it's uh, it's an amazing sale going on. Uh, f- new items in the boutique area. Uh, start to think about that oh custom boy. framing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I should yeah. have said that a few minutes ago. Oh, the boutique. <laughs> they have so many cute pieces in. I just have to say. And and, and all sizes. And uh, what I really liked is that I need to layer for work because sometimes it can get really hot in the studios. So, And that's exactly what you guys have here. You have really nice uh, pieces that I can layer and have that effect. And... Um, and uh, I just had a bad image of Mike Hale and Dave Gentry. Larry. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. Okay. Just don't right. go there. Okay. Sparkly though, lots of glitzy, glamorous things. Ooh, so yeah, that if honey. you're planning for New Year's, you're trying to think of something fun to wear out for New Year's Eve. Uh, definitely come take a look at the uh, clothes in the boutique. That's yeah, it's it's a pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, framing, custom framing. If you've been putting off getting a couple things done, either that you might want to give as a gift yes. or that you want to do to, hey, I want to, I've got some family coming over for Thanksgiving or for Christmas and, or some friends coming over for parties in between. I want to decorate a little bit or get that done. Yep. Uh, now's the perfect time for taking care of that. And Alex and Benji can do a tremendous job. Really fabulous. Giving some great ideas and the yeah. quality of work is just outstanding. Yes. So really all the departments are in kind of going in full swing, if you will. Um, so, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And you have your whole, um, your artificial trees, they have their in their own room entirely because you have so many options to choose from. Yeah. Fat, yeah. thin, tall, short, we let them white, green. And not only is it probably the biggest differentiator is the selection and the price value that we're able to sell them at because we buy so many, is the other thing is if it's a pre-lit tree, we warranty them here in-house. 
So you've got a five-year warranty on the tree, a three-year warranty on the lights. We fix them here. Um, which is an amazing thing because most is. other stores and you're calling an 800 number or exactly you're doing and a knowledgeable that. staff that can just just do it do yeah. it so yes. check that out yeah. and help you it's pretty awesome okay good and then uh, what with uh, you have some fresh cut evergreens that have all just arrived and you'll be getting uh, more fresh cut evergreens in the next week and a half yeah the next seven to ten days are going to be rolling in it'll be loaded okay great well thanks you guys thank you you've been listening to plant experts live at prairie gardens with experts marianne metz john weisgarver and steve brown i'm tamara mcdaniel we have saturday sports talk up next here on news talk 1400 wdws champaign urbana also big thanks to our producer blake landa And, of course, we have uh, the Illini in action later today. So go Illini. Have a great weekend.